Good evening. I'm Anthony Robustelli, author of I Want to Tell You, The Definitive Guide to the Music of the Beatles, and this is the Beatles' multi-track meltdown. Each week I'll be playing stripped-down, deconstructed mixes of classic Beatles songs, highlighting different instruments and vocals in a way that will truly amaze you. Imagine sitting in the control room at EMI Studios and having the opportunity to peel away the layers of a song, discovering new elements that you never knew existed. This is the closest you can get to that experience. So sit back, tune in, and enjoy the Beatles' multi-track meltdown. I'll make you maybe next time On January 10th, we lost one of the most innovative, provocative, game-changing musicians of the 20th century, David Bowie. Always one to turn his life into art, Bowie released a new album, Black Star, on his 69th birthday on January 8th, a project he had been working on, although he'd been battling cancer secretly for 18 months. Bowie was born David Robert Jones on January 8, 1947, in South London, and as a child showed an interest in music and dance. When he was nine years old, his father brought home a collection of American 45s by artists including Frankie Lyman and the Teenagers, The Platters, Fats Domino, Elvis Presley, and Little Richard, and Bowie's life was changed. When he first heard Little Richard's Tutti Fruity, he said, I had heard God. Elvis Presley was also a huge influence, as he was for so many would-be musicians in England. Bowie elaborates, I saw a cousin of mine dance to Hound Dog, and I had never seen her get up and be moved so much by anything. It really impressed me, the power of the music. I started getting records immediately after that. Skiffle was all the rage in Britain at the time, and Bowie learned how to play the ukulele, T-chest bass, and piano, and began playing locally with friends. After his half-brother, Terry Burns, introduced him to modern jazz, his enthusiasm for the music led his mother to buy him a plastic alto saxophone in 1961. By the age of 15, he started his own group, the Conrads, singing and playing alto sax, and began his career as a professional musician with a manager the next year. His next few bands, the King Bees, the Manish Boys, the Lower Third, and the Buzz, saw little success, but Bowie did release a number of singles with these groups, including Liza Jane, credited to David Jones and the King Bees, I Pity the Fool by the Manish Boys, You've Got a Habit of Leaving with the Lower Third, and Do Anything You Say with the Buzz. His new manager convinced him to go solo. This was the perfect moment for a transformation. So dissatisfied with his name as Davy Jones, which in the mid-60s invited confusion with Davy Jones of the Monkees, Bowie renamed himself after the 19th century American frontiersman Jim Bowie and the knife he popularized. Bowie released his debut solo single, The Laughing Gnome, in April 1967, but once again he failed to chart. His debut LP, David Bowie, was released six weeks later, and although it was quite eclectic, or probably because of it, it disappeared quickly with no chart success either. It would be two years before Bowie would release another album. Over these next two years, Bowie studied mime, dance, performed in the circus, started a folk trio with his girlfriend, appeared in commercials, and continued to write. He finally found success when Space Oddity was released on July 11, 1969, five days ahead of the Apollo 11 launch. It reached the top five in the UK. Bowie's second album followed in November. It was originally issued in the UK as David Bowie and caused confusion due to the fact that his first album had the same title. The early US release was instead titled Man of Words, Man of Music and was later re-released internationally in 1972 by RCA as Space Oddity. Although the single was a success, the album was not, and Bowie still struggled to find an audience. For his third album, The Man Who Sold the World, Bowie finally had a band to back him, with Tony Visconti performing as both bass player and producer, Mick Ronson on guitar, and after the very short tenure of Scott Cambridge, Mick Woody Woodmancy on drums. Hunky Dory followed, with Visconti being replaced by producer Ken Scott and bassist Trevor Boulder. During the tour to support the album, Bowie's observation of two of America's proto-punk artists led him to his next transformation, 
Ziggy Stardust. Bowie considered him a melding of the persona of Iggy Pop with the music of Lou Reed, an attempt to produce the ultimate pop idol. On February 10, 1972, Bowie launched his Ziggy Stardust stage show with the Spiders from Mars at the Toby Jug Pub in Tolworth. The show was a success and catapulted him to stardom. As he toured the UK over the next six months, his fans multiplied tenfold. The rise and fall of Ziggy Stardust and the Spiders from Mars was released in June 72, combining the hard rock elements of The Man Who Sold the World with the lighter experimental rock and pop of Hunky Dory. Bowie commented on his stage persona, Offstage I'm a robot. On stage, I achieve emotion. It's probably why I prefer dressing up as Ziggy to being David. Ziggy wouldn't leave me alone for years. That was when it all started to go sour. My whole personality was affected. It became very dangerous. I really did have doubts about my sanity. On July 3rd, 1973, Bowie dramatically announced Ziggy's retirement at London's Hammersmith Odeon. He reinvented himself many times as the Thin White Duke, as an avant-garde artist during the Berlin years, as an extremely successful soul-funk singer in the 80s, as a member of Tin Machine, and much more. He also has rather close ties to the members of the Beatles. Bowie met Lennon at a party thrown by Elizabeth Taylor in New York City in late 1974, and after jamming together, they booked a session at Electric Lady Studios in January of 75. After recording Lennon's Across the Universe, they came up with fame based on a guitar riff by guitarist Carlos Alomar. Lennon came up with the title and co-wrote the song with Bowie and Alomar and contributed guitar, backing vocals, and tape loops. It was Bowie's biggest hit at the time and catapulted him to another echelon of fame in the U.S. Bowie remembered that session fondly. God, that session was fast. That was an evening's work. While John and Carlos were sketching out the guitar stuff in the studio, I was starting to work out the lyric in the control room. I was so excited about John and he loved working with my band because they were playing old soul tracks and stacks things. John was so up, so much energy. It must have been so exciting to always be around him. They were quite close, and Bowie even vacationed with Lennon, Yoko Ono, and their son Sean in Japan in 1977. McCartney introduced him and Mick Jagger, and also played rhythm guitar, at the Prince's Trust concert in 1986 for their surprise live version of Martha and the Vandellas Dancing in the Streets. And Ringo is seen backstage at the final Ziggy Stardust show, filmed for the movie of the same name. Both Beatles continued to be friendly with Bowie for many years. Although Harrison wasn't as close to him as the other Beatles, Bowie, a longtime admirer of Harrison's song Try Some Buy Some, covered the obscure Harris song on his 2003 album Reality and proceeded to perform it on his tours in support of the album. David Bowie released 26 albums over his 49-year recording career, so it's impossible to cover every aspect of his genius. So tonight's show will feature remixes of some of my favorite songs in a way that you've never experienced them before. So kick back, light up, and enjoy the genius of David Bowie. Ground control to Major Tom Ground control to Major Tom Take your protein pills and put your helmet on Ten. Ground control Nine. to Major Tom Eight. Seven Six Commencing Five. countdown engines on. Three, two, G. 
check ignition and may God's love be with you. This is Major Tom to ground control I'm stepping through the door And I'm floating in a most peculiar way And the stars look very different
We're back with the special David Bowie edition of the Beatles' multi-track meltdown. Ziggy played guitar. 
Slither wildly as they slip away across the universe. Pools of sorrow, waves of joy, are drifting through my open mind, possessing and caressing me. Suns, it calls me on and on, and on. 
effects of the cocaine I'm thinking that it must be love It's too late to be grateful It's too late to be late again It's too late to be hateful The European cannon is near I must be only one in a million But I won't let the day pass without her It's too late to be grateful It's too late to be late again It's too late to be hateful The European cannon is near Loved you, opening doors and pulling some strings. Angel, in walk luck and you looked in time. Never look back, walk tall, act fine. I'll stick with you, baby, for a thousand years. Nothing's gonna touch you in these golden years. Drive back down where you once belonged In the back of a dream car, 20 foot long Don't cry, my sweet, don't break my heart Doing all right, but we gotta get smart Wish upon, wish upon, day upon day I believe, oh Lord, I believe all the way There's my baby lost, that's all Once I'm making you save a little soul
do you say life's taking you nowhere? Angel, come with up, baby. Run for the shadows, run for the shadows, run for the shadows in these golden years. I'll stick with you, baby, for a thousand years. Nothing's gonna touch you in these golden years. Transition. 
Cause my 
I'm Anthony Robustelli, author of I Want to Tell You, The Definitive Guide to the Music of the Beatles, Volume 1, 1962-1963, and I hope you enjoyed the special David Bowie edition of the Beatles' multi-track meltdown. See you next week.